In this week's episode, Inquisitor Aura and Seraphita return from a hiatus of no news to talk about a retrospect of Warlords of Draenor. From the good things, to the bad, and of course, those garrisons. Welcome to the Dalaran Academy podcast. Join your hosts, Seraphita and Inquisitor Aura, as they talk about the world of Warcraft. This show is part of the D20 Crit Network. For more information about our shows, check out d20crit.com. Now, if you quiver at spoilers or bubble hearth at NSFW language, then you are not prepared for Dalaran Academy. It's time for the showdown. <laughs> showdown? The but good, the bad, and those garrisons. <laughs> <laughs> the showdown of Warlords of Draenor retrospect. Oh, God, those garrisons. Yeah. I can't even make up how bad they are now. <laughs> okay, and we had so, we were so excited about them at first, remember? <laughs> I do. <laughs> we were like, oh my God, garrisons! Yay! And I was just like, oh my God, why? <laughs> well, it's it's like, uh, let's just, let's just, uh, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> I want to think about it. That's how bad it is. That's how, bad, <laughs> that's how ashamed of myself I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting on the, the garrison bandwagon so freaking hard. <laughs> everybody <laughs> did, though. Like, everybody was so excited for them. And then they just ended up being a huge disappointment overall. But before we get too far into garrisons, let's go for the good stuff first in Warlords of Draenor. So because we're we gonna call this we're gonna dis- call this the, the good and the bad and those fucking garrisons. <laughs> I we might not have fucking in the title, but <laughs> good, the bad, and the garrisons. Those damn garrisons. Okay, um, <laughs> you know, since there were some highlights, some really good things about Warlords of Draenor, so we can't forget that. Tiger Sausage just voiced his disapproval of the garrisons himself. See, see, see? told you. Even Tiger Sausage hates the hates the garrisons. Yep, <laughs> he's he's judging me right now. It's totally. Happening. But hey, let's let's talk about the good stuff first because honestly, personally, as bad as Warlords is, I still gotta say I disliked Missa Pandaria more. And my number one reason why I still hate Missa Pandaria more than Warlords of Draenor is the questing. Oh, God. I absolutely hated leveling in Missa Pandaria. Absolutely hated it. I have nine level 100s right now (laughs) because I enjoy the questing in Warlords of Draenor that much. Yeah, Warlords, that was one of the things. Let's just, let's put, let's say Warlords got a lot of stuff wrong, but it also got a lot of stuff right. And questing was definitely um, one of them. It was really fun and really engaging, at least the first time. See, I have this, I I can't do it more than, like, a handful of times before, like, and I'm done with this. The only character who I have at 100 right now, who I did not actually level, is my warrior. That was your boost? Yes, that was my 100 boost from pre-ordering Legion. I will admit that. But I have leveled two mages, a druid, a (laughs) priest, um... A paladin. <laughs> that's five so far. Then I have my warrior, so that's six. I have my warlock, so that's seven. 
forget what number eight is. Maybe Another I only have mage. seven. No, kidding. <laughs> no, actually, I'm working on my third mage. Um, <laughs> but she's really low level right now. I'm actually working on another druid as well <laughs> i really like leveling <laughs> oh my really hunter like i forgot i have a hunter as well but yeah like the only character i did not level actually level through draenor is my warrior i have oh. gone through draenor seven times so i've got i can't even count <laughs> and after my druid i if i have time and you know if i really feel like it i have a shaman as well see i did shaman i've done the sh- i did the shaman shaman For isn't sure. really a class that i've been all that great at so you know that's one that i'm really not that concerned if i don't get her leveled i'll just eventually buy a boost for her i guess at yes. some point See, I'm kind of like you, though, in that it's like, you know, like I have like two mages and like I'm thinking about another druid and <laughs> like, because I have all of these classes, but I have one ho- one horde and one alliance. <laughs> so it's like I have two druids. I have They're two druids as well. Both of my druids are on the same server. They're both night elves. <laughs> <laughs> but one, I... one is... Uh, Resto Boomkin and the other one is Guardian Feral. That way you don't nope. have to really worry about gear switching. <laughs> nope. They're both Resto Boomkin. Yeah. Um, my main character this expansion, as I've mentioned before, is the one that I rolled back in vanilla, who I had restored at BlizzCon 2014. The secondary one was one who I transferred off of my old role-playing server. And I don't want to delete her because I worked really hard to get her her transmog gear and she also has a couple of legendaries, and I don't want to lose those. The legendaries. Yeah, I have the mace from Molten Core, and I'm working on the one from Alduar. So I really don't want to start over on either of those, because they were a <laughs> nightmare to get. And, you know, of course, the achievements are account-wide, but they also help my guild out. So yes. at this point, I'm just like, no, I'm not going to get rid of her. I'll just deal with having two druids who are both herbalism <laughs> and inscription. So the questing, obviously you enjoyed it um, way more than I did. Uh, <laughs> I liked it. Not not the eighth time. I didn't like it the eighth time. I didn't like it the ninth time either. <laughs> but the parts, like this is, this is kind of, a, I guess, kind of sort of a part of the questing is the bonus objectives. Yes. Which I, I actually... Were, I'll admit, um, everybody tells me when you go to Nagarand, you know, pop those um, XP bonus potions, you know, and do just the bonus objectives and you'll hit 100 in like 20 minutes. And I'm like, I really don't like the Nagarand bonus objectives. It's the only zone where I really don't like them. No, no, no. See, you want to maximize your levels with the bonus objective thing, here's what you do. You go when you're level 92. Okay, that's the level you get to go to yeah. Gorgrond. You go to Gorgrond, you do all but one part of all the bonus objectives in Gorgrond. And I mean all of them. And there are a lot of bonus yeah, objectives Yeah, there in are. Gorgrond. You do all of that, okay? You do all but the one, like kill one mob or kick one plant thing or whatever the hell else you have to do for those things and you do all that and you go back to where you started 
you get one of the elixirs of the, of the rapid mind that increases your XP i think i have like, like three of those because i keep getting them from garrison missions well that's fine but it's, it's the ones that where it's like increases the right. xp gain by 300 percent for 15 minutes so it's a short term one yeah a really short one so you pop that and then you go through all of the zones again in Gorgron. And, and you just finish. finish them. Yeah. I got to level 98 doing that. Yeah, that's what a lot of people have been doing. I know Wade, um, our intern at D20 Crit, actually recommended doing that too. But honestly, I just, I don't bother because I'll pop on some really good music or I'll pop up a stream if one of my friends is streaming and I'll just zone out and I will quest. Mm-hmm. And I will get three to four levels in a couple hours that way without any kind of uh, bonus. See, this is, that's what you do if you want to make 90 to 100 in like a day. <laughs> that's true. Like, but I also have my heirlooms fully upgraded. Oh, you which, have to have all yeah. of the heirlooms for this. And work. I also have rested XP. Rested XP always helps. Yeah. But it's not really necessary because, see, then it's like you get to 98 and then you go to Nagrand. And it's really, it's really easy to get to 99 in Nagrand. Oh, it totally is. It's so easy. You just go to your first, you do your your little outpost thing, whether you're Horde or your Alliance. And you go and you go to the Burning Blade area and you hit 99 right there. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's pretty much all you need. Then what you do is you go to the... Um, to the bonus objective area where it has the the ghost cats, the ghost. Oh yeah, that one. Saber Maw. Yeah. Those guys, and you do that plus the quests that are there, and it gives you a bonus to your experience gain, and then you just go finish leveling. I mean, yep. it's really easy. I mean, I've done ninety to one hundred in less than four hours because of this, but that was only because it was like I I just want to get to max level. So that I don't have to worry about it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so when you go through out. Spires of Iraq, one thing I have never understood is why people would choose that merchant over the bonus XP. See, you get the merchant the first time. Like, you do that zone. Okay, you get the merchant the first time so that you can get the uh, um, the the construct follower for your garrison if you really want it because it's an easy one to get it's honestly i summon him when i did that one on um on my hunter and the entire time i'm like what good is this guy gonna do for me like what's he gonna do i want my i want to change this i want my 10 percent xp (laughs) you summon yeah you summon the the smuggler guy and he will sell you a a follower okay basically his name is zeriac he's one of the uh the construct and the arakoa constructs He's really cool looking. I mean, but you only do that if you, like, absolutely positively need the followers. And if you're, like, yeah, I don't even priest care. and you don't freaking need it, then Honestly, it. the only characters that I cared about the followers on are my mage and my druid. Like, Your all mage. my other characters, I have maybe 10 followers because I just really didn't care. Yeah. I mean, I had all kinds of followers on my priest. I mean, I was like, yeah, got Crowman when that was actually kind of like a thing. And, you know, Millhouse Manstorm and da, 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 yeah. all that stuff. Like, all of those were really, really fun. And speaking of really fun things, the world. Oh, gosh. Draenor well, was, was just It was gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I posted this on Twitter recently, actually. But 
as much as I hate questing in this zone, Talador has the most beautiful topography. It really does. Oh my god, I really and the hate music. questing there too. <laughs> like, it's my least favorite zone to quest in, but I always spend the longest there because I love the zone music. Like, just the music there is my absolute favorite in all of Warlords. Is it just me or does it feel like going from levels 94 to 96 in Talador is just like the longest two levels of your life? It really is. Because it's like, it's just, Talador is huge. That's one. Okay, so it's actually better now that you can fly. <laughs> Remember me when oh, I was like, yeah. I'm not going to get flying because fuck getting all that work done. <laughs> Leveling goes so much faster with flying now. So much faster when your first character gets the flying and then all of your 90 plus characters can fly too. And I'm like, oh. Oh, wow, this is so nice. <laughs> this is so much better than it was before. Um, but Draenor is gorgeous. I mean, just go to Shadowman Valley. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like night elf heaven there. It's like it all really pretty is. and purple and sparkly and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, there there isn't a zone that isn't just absolutely stunning. I mean, I've always long, I've long been a fan of, of Negrand um, in Burning Crusade. It was still beautiful. It was even better looking in Warlords of Draenor because now it's not all broken up and I don't have to worry about rock elements coming up to punch me in the face. <laughs> they did that a lot, which was bad because back during Burning Crusades, they were immune to nature damage and I was a boomkin. <laughs> and I'm like, crap. So I'm like moon, I'm like moon firing it to death. Because that's the only spell I have that actually hurts it. Uh-huh. Ah. Yeah, there isn't a zone. There is not a zone that isn't gorgeous. Even Frostfire Ridge is fantastic. Yeah, in all of its bleak barrenness, it is really a lovely zone. I mean, just, you just look at Blade's Edge Mountains and then compare that to the peaks in Frostfire Ridge, and you're like, whoa, yeah. that's way better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still confused about the fish swimming in the lava, though. That kind of... Mm? I don't know. But whatever. It's okay. Um, we can't talk about warlords of good... Like, good warlords of Draenor stuff without actually talking about the character models. Yeah, that too. Although I'm still waiting for humans and blood elves to get purple hair. Still waiting. I'm still waiting for them just to make all of the hairstyles universal. Because, yeah, I, mean, I think really... I would like to see that. I really would. Like, I know some of them are universal already or are close to it. But at the same time, I really do feel like they're just there does need to be more variety. At the same time, my Draenei pal or my uh, my night elf and my night elf druid really just needs the Draenei pigtails. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just a nece- it's just a necessity at these. At well, this point. night elves do have pigtails. They have the boar tails. But I said the Draenei pigtails, yeah. the pretty ones, and they're all kind. Yeah, of, I do like the Draenei pigtails better. They're so much better. Although they do have the, like the really nice dwarf hairstyles, which actually look really good on them. So, but I agree, more people need purple hair. Yes, blood they elves want- need purple hair. Blood Humans elf, need purple hair. hair. Come on. Oh my god. Everybody needs emo goth uh, <laughs> gnome haircuts. Everybody needs them. Yeah. <laughs> like I really I definitely agree with you. I wish that, you know, a lot of the more 
the styles were universal. A lot of people have been asking for this for a very long time. And people have also been asking for more hair colors. Yes. You know, make all of the hair colors universal. A lot of people have been requesting that for a very long time. Although I can't really imagine a blonde night elf. That would be a little weird. I was weird. totally just thinking about that. And I'm like, well, maybe not every yeah maybe you know what make it universal maybe we'll see our first blonde night elf it's gonna look weird (laughs) but someone's gonna do it yeah i mean i'm sure a lot of people would do it but yeah i would definitely really like to see that as as nice as the new character models are except for the female worgen which need work yeah um the original ones were a lot better yes yes they were much much better that being said, I really need Blood Elf to not have just blonde, red, and black hair. Yes. We need something else there. Come on. Give me some hot pink. I need purple. pink. Come on. You know we need to do it. <laughs> um, definitely need some more hairstyles. Um, Cadgar. We yeah. got Cadgar back in this expansion, and fuck all you haters. You hater-ass <laughs> bitches out there. Really? On Cadgar. Yes, there are people out there like, Cadgar's so annoying because he's supposed to be this powerful, and it's like, why are we doing all the work if he's doing, if he's not helping us? It's like, he is helping us. Did you not see that mega ring he put on it? He put a ring on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not pretty. Its graphic is actually kind of terrible. It is. But damn if that ring isn't fucking nice. Mm-hmm. Screw all you hater drinking all that haterade about Cadgar. I don't know why. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why y'all so y'all be jelly. I don't know. <laughs> okay, and as much <laughs> I can't even believe I put this on this list. Um, <laughs> as, as much as much as we hate garrisons now. Yeah. At the beginning. Of Warlords of Draenor, garrisons were fantastic. They really they were. Gave you everything you needed. Yeah, and then it became dailies the game. And then yeah, then <laughs> gotta do my garrison chores, guys. Farm See you in a couple hours. Two Yep. But I didn't. I didn't do my farm, farm in Mists of Pandaria. What the hell made you think I was gonna do all this extraneous <laughs> crap for my garrison? Yeah. No, that shit did not happen. After the first month, I was like, am I done with this? That's when, but that was about when add-ons like Master Plan and stuff came out that made it like worthwhile because I didn't have to like actually do any thinking about it. I could just hit a button and send minions out and get stuff. Yep. Made it a little bit, a little bit better. That being said, um, the, the, the last big thing that I really really liked out of Warlords of Draenor was um how fast it was to catch up with uh, leveling a profession oh yeah definitely because if you're like me and you're an altaholic and you're like leveling professions is for suckers I absolutely I'll admit I hate leveling professions I won't even lie like I it is my least favorite thing to do and I don't know at this point if I'm going to get all of my characters professions to 700 <laughs> but well I mean I'm gonna like try you're leveling an alt okay and you're starting in Azeroth and you're leveling all the way through and you're literally leveling out of the zone so fast that your professions can't keep up it just can't you want to level you want to keep leveling 
because you're playing the game and you don't want to have to stop and worry about, oh crap, I need 20 more earth root. Because yeah. who has time to go wandering around out in the middle of goddamn nowhere? <laughs> Wait until you get flying. When you have, when you were like two zones out now, you were like beyond, yep. way beyond this shit at this point. Um, so it was great to have that catch-up method once you got to your garrison because then you could create, first off, level 91 gear that had decent stats. I'm not going to say great. I will say decent. They were good it starter looked, stats if you didn't have heirlooms. Stats. It lasted you until level 100 because the eye level of the item was higher than anything you got while you were questing. Exactly. And it actually looked all right. It wasn't great, but it looked okay. It yeah. looked like it wasn't like you had a serious case of the Burning Crusade clown. <laughs> cl- uh, no, clown it, it was very, very kind of. I don't know, primitive or rustic, kind of. Like, there was a lot of fur. It was very earthy, very gray. You know, just very toned down. It was it was very warlords. Yeah. It was very clannish sort of looking stuff. And it worked. It worked. It looked fine. You didn't look like a total scrub noodle guy <laughs> yeah you didn't scrub look noodle. like you had stepped out of um queen ashara's throne room it doesn't look like queen ashara you literally walked blindfolded through her closet and just came out wearing a whole <laughs> just ver- rainbow of exactly stuff <laughs> that doesn't match at all that would make you like the fashion statement of the highborn court but the rest of us would just be gagging because it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's, it's true. So there were good things. There were good things about Warlords of Dragon. Those are pretty were... awesome things about Warlords, honestly. But it is like almost equally one for one balance with the bad stuff that oh, came Oh, God, with yeah. It. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's just dive right in with the biggest 6.1 that everyone had. 6.1 was the biggest disappointment on all of Warlords. And this is kind of universal. <laughs> Universally is, oh, known. Yeah. It is known. 6.1 gave us the selfie camera, and that was pretty much it. <laughs> we're People like, were hoping that it would be bringing us flying, you know, and they just, they really let us down with 6.1. There was nothing to it except for the selfie camera. And quite honestly, that should not have been a major patch by itself. Yeah, 6.1 was... should have been our second raid and it should have been flying. 6.1 was selfie camera and blood elf models, right? That was basically right. all that came out with yeah. 6.1. Yeah. Um, it's very rare, I know, that... Um, a major patch does not include a raid, but this was definitely a mistake not putting the raid in 6.1. What do we call that? It's like Blizzard called it patch 6.1, and the rest of the world called it Warlords of Draenor launch 2.0. Yep. I mean, it's pretty much exactly what it was. It, it literally fixed everything that was wrong in. Yeah, it was pretty was much a bug fix. Launch shit that should have been there at launch yeah yeah and it took them like i think two months maybe three months to get the blood elf models out that we were all waiting for so literally people were like gnashing their teeth waiting for the models (laughs) because 
everybody else's models that they had come up with new models for had been released 6.0, which was the pre-patch exactly. to Warlords of Draenor. So everybody, all them hot-ass orcs were running around, <laughs> and the awesome-looking trolls, and the badass-looking undead, and, you know, you know, the new humans got models, the new dwarves looked amazing, and then you have the blood elves. <laughs> what are the prettiest He's- races in all of Azeroth? And no. <laughs> Uh, no. I no. mean, even the Draenei got the new models right. earlier, and it's like, and the Draenei and the Blood Elves came out in the same expansion. Yep. And then, of course, they just didn't do anything with either the Goblins or the Worgen. Because their models are just that much newer. They were released in Cataclysm. Or, obviously, the Pandaren, who were right. basically, like, the proto- they were the beta version of the new models. They were. This is the new model that allowed them to see that, that they could play with more polygons and, you know, better skins and textures and lighting and, and stuff like that. So pandas didn't really need to be changed. Um, I still maintain that both goblins and worgen could use a little bit. Yeah, definitely the female worgen. A lot of people are really disappointed with how they look now compared to how they looked um in the original release, you know, or in the beta, I think. Yeah, in the alpha and the beta for Cataclysm, they looked fantastic. They yeah, looked and mean. people said they looked fantastic, so I don't know and why Blizzard decided. And I don't know why they changed it, but they did. Goblins, I mean, they, they look, they still look good. Their models still look good. The eye-blinking animation needs work. But, I mean, aside from that, they're, they're still all right. They're not, they're not terrible, but... So 6.1, big, huge, huge freaking flop. The uh, the next major bad I can even think to mention is the flying thing. Ugh. It was just a freaking That was nightmare. a disaster. Debicle. That was an absolute disaster. And for those who have been paying attention to the alpha notes, um, Blizzard recently stated that the water striders were not going to be usable except for in the content for which they were released. So those of us who got our Water Striders backing uh, Miss Pandaria would only be able to use them in those zones. And a lot of people were like, what? Why? Like, that just, it doesn't make any sense. And so, you know, it's like, it's like, Blizzard, did you not learn your lesson? (laughs) With flying, like, are you going to try and do the same thing to us with our water striders? Because I use mine a lot because I walk out on the water. And thankfully, a few hours after releasing that, because so many people were like, no, we're not going to let you do this again. Blizzard did decide to reject that. And water striders will be usable no matter what. It's like you can't just hand 10 million people something like flying and then take it away from them just because you don't feel like it you'd be just because you, i mean that's basically what it is it's the same thing with the water striders it's like you opened that box already okay you let that monster out of its cage like, exactly no putting it back in there it's like yeah. people have it now and it's just like you know it. why limit just this one mount to such a small section in an area where people really don't go anymore, quite honestly. Yeah. I mean, I understand the one that the seahorse mount from Vashir. Like, I understand that one. That's perfectly fine. But 
the water strider i'm glad that they reversed that decision because that was a huge thing like it's in okay in the um perspective of the whole expansion it's a tiny thing yes but the fact that they were making such a huge deal out of it and by saying oh you can only use it in you know the expansion that it was released in that made it kind of a huge deal because nobody goes back to pandaria (laughs) nobody willingly the only place in pandaria that i go to is the shrine and that's because that is still the only place that has easy access to all the major cities yeah i mean i'm usually on my mage so it doesn't really affect me that's true i mean mages doesn't really affect mages at all but it exactly. literally affects everyone else <laughs> yeah for everyone else i can definitely understand i mean um i'm thinking about setting my druids hearthstone back to there because having it in stormwind is great but it's also a pain at the same time all of my characters all of my non-mages <laughs> put it that way all of my non-mages have their hearthstone set there because it's just so e- so much easier to access all the major cities when you have all the portals literally sitting right there in the same room although in legion i am going to be playing my mage as my um main again so maybe i won't bother because it's really not worth it well i mean but you're a mage so it's okay exactly <laughs> like i have all the portals and all the teleports Except don't accidentally teleport yourself to Old Dalaran because then you'll die. <laughs> um, unless you're really, Old really Dalaran? quick on that levitate feather fall button. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Where the crater is. <laughs> I still get people with that. Hey, can I have a portal to Dalaran? Sure. Portal to Old Dalaran. Oh, that's mean. See, I actually don't have that portal um, because I haven't been able to get to that boss yet. Oh, no. All get you have to do is um, the... Yeah, in Scarlet Monastery. Yeah, heroic, I think. I think you actually have to do it in heroic. In heroic? Too. Really? Uh-huh. I think so. Well, it's easy. It's easy now. So easy. Okay. I did it by myself. I did okay. it by myself on my mage, my undergeared ass mage. So <laughs> All right. It's easy. No problems. Um yes, I still do that. Yes, it's kind of mean, but I I'm like, "Yeah, you said that." I have a couple people I'll do it to. <laughs> I, to be fair, I only do it to people who don't tip me. Not that I'm saying tip me when I do this, but... I just spend all my time in my garrison anyway, so whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, something else that I, I hate about... hate I, I, I can't even say dislike. I have to say hate about um, Warlords of Draenor is this massive Hellfire Citadel patch, and it has gone on for way too long. Yes, it really has. Like, I understand, you know, they're working on polishing up Legion and getting it ready for release. But at the same time, give us something other than Hellfire to do. I You had all these zones ready to go. And I, I know that they're working on those other zones that we didn't get that they're saying we'll come back to in a future expansion. I know, but it's like... It just release them like now, it was, damn it. Give us something to do. It, was, it just seems like it was just piss poor planning. Um, yeah, the timeline for Warlords of Draenor was not very well thought out. No, and and despite the fact that, like, Blues are like, no, 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 everything is happening exactly the way we want it, I'm getting the distinct impression that that is not the case. This is not happening the way you intended it, because if you intended it to be this bad, you all need slapped. <laughs> Repeatedly in the face. Yep. Because, no. 
I refuse to accept something this bad with something that you had planned from the get-go. Yeah, you know, I... I think that they were expecting a much better reception to Warlords of Draenor, and they told us they weren't going to pull a Siege of Orgrimmar on us again. And guess what? That's exactly what exactly they're doing. What they're doing. When did Hellfire come out? I don't even remember when it came out. Oh, God. Hellfire Citadel came out before BlizzCon. Yeah, so probably... It's been out I want to say mid-October. Long. Early to mid-October, I think. Oh, it's, it had to have been. Because it's been out because... Holy crap. Uh, we've already I've... had it for five months, at least. Probably longer. That, Considering we only had the um, high mall patch for a couple months, and the 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 uh, Blackrock Foundry patch for a couple months, I mean, we didn't have those for more than two to three months max right. before we got the next tier. That I mean, we're already pushing that. Yeah. We're already pushing that with... Hellfire Citadel, and let's be honest, there's most people who are serious raiders, not saying, you know, nothing about, you know, casual players, because I'm very, I like being casual, but anybody who is a serious raider is already cleared through heroic, and good god, don't even get me started on 20-man mythic raiding. Seriously, it's hard enough to get 10 people on sometimes, and 20 people who can actually perform well enough in raid to not stand in everything is just no i don't <laughs> does it happen i've never seen it <laughs> i have no idea honestly <laughs> i think um i think they focus way too much on hardcore end game with this expansion I think um they concentrated too much on the extremes of incredible casual yes and like super hardcore they focus too far on the two extremes and i think they need to find a happy medium well I, the, for I those of us who are in the middle i know they said they were working on that hopefully working to address that issue in legion but i completely agree with you it's like you blizzard and warlords of drain or either pandered to the loosely casual and i mean that that's saying something or like the seriously hardcore like, you were either way behind the power curve, or you were way ahead of it. Yep. There was, like, no room in the middle for anybody to do anything that they wanted to do. Because heroic heroic dungeons were, you know, beatable within the first month yeah, of they the totally expansion. Were. They totally were. I mean, they weren't even hard anymore. And then they're like, oh, well, we have mythic dungeons. Fuck mythic dungeons. But nobody wants that. (laughs) I hate mythic dungeons. I like like the idea that they had with the time walking, I like, yeah, I like the idea of mythic dungeons, but actually doing them, I absolutely hate it. Yeah, it's just like. I do enjoy the time walking, though. Time walking dungeons are actually a lot of fun. See, I didn't do any of the mythic dungeons because I had enough I've done one. Maybe two. I refuse to do them without a full guild group now. (laughs) I had enough friends who told me that it's basically like pugging Hellfire Citadel on Heroic. Yep. And it's like, you just don't do that. (laughs) Yep. Like I said, I refuse to do Mythic Dungeons without going with a full guild group. (laughs) Right. Like, no. Sometimes it's just too easy for people to troll. Um, Something else. 
we talked about 6.1 being a flop let's talk about 6.2 being a flop as well (laughs) yeah like this whole expansion has been a huge flop to non-jungle to non-jungle was supposed to be the promise of something amazing for us to do and it ended up just being do your dailies get your apexis crystals and eventually 21 days we did the math it took you 21 days if you did all the dailies every day, I still go to um, to get flight to non sometimes because I need oil <laughs> for shipyard <laughs> missions because I'm still trying to get that third heirloom ring. The oh, oh, one oh, time oh, it has oh, ever shown up, and it, of course it's the ring that I actually need. It's the intellect ring. Um, <laughs> the one time it actually showed up, I had like an eighty something percent chance of succeeding, oh, and it God. failed. I have not seen it since on any of my 100s, and I made sure I got all of my shipyards just so I could do it. Hey, hey, hey. Speaking of 6.2 and garrisons, fucking shipyards. I hate my shipyard. hated that thing with a passion. Like, the only good that's come out of it is the heirloom rings and the black market. Yeah, that's it. And it's like, I don't know about the horde side, Okay, I got my shipyard on my horde mage, and that was it. Yep. And I never did anything with it. <laughs> oh, I'm actively you, using it because I'm trying to get that ring. Yeah. I can tell you, Alliance side, for the first two stages, that pl- it was annoying as fuck to get down there. Yeah, it was it's outside. even more, it's more annoying horde side. Is it? Yeah, it really <sighs> is. Like, I'm trying to get my shipyard to level two, and then I'm going to do my best to get it to level three, just so I don't have to leave my little, you know, town hall. Right. It's like, it's like, because you had to go all the way down to yep. to your shipyard to do your gear, to do your shipyard stuff. And it's like, oh. And it takes so many game. barrels of oil, and it means you have to go all the way out to Sanan and either find whatever bonus objective in Tanan is going to give you 600 barrels of oil, that day if you're lucky because usually it's fucking apexis crystals um (laughs) or you know you have to do the group objective or whatever the other one is right you know in order to get them and it's like i don't want to do this every single day or even once a week right it's and i never get the oil rig mission in my garrison that gives you like a thousand barrels Mm mm-hmm it's so like, I have first, to do, you know, all these little piddly dink ones that give me like 50, 60 <laughs> barrels at a time. And so I'm like, piddly I'm dink. sitting here, I'm hoarding all of them. I have like 3,000. I'm like, yes. Now to just yes. wait for that mission to pop up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, and then you you did not have a guarantee that your ships were even going to come back. Exactly. And it's very difficult to figure out you know, which abilities to prioritize when, you know, you only have a certain number of slots even once your ships are fully upgraded. And, like, and then you have to and do... And because some of the time, they will have more abilities that you have to try and counter than you can fit on your ships. Right. 
And then you have to actually go out and do all of your dailies in Tanan to get all of the blueprints that you need for all of that special extra shit to put on your ships that you don't have enough slots for because they're going to give you something that requires you to take care of these seven things and you can only fit four of them on there. <laughs> exactly. And it's just, it gets very tiring and very frustrating because I don't like changing out my talents on my ships. So a lot of the time, unfortunately, a lot of my ships go on suicide missions. <laughs> Like, bring me back that map, and I don't care how many of you have to die. <laughs> Pretty much. That's what it's come down to. Like, I don't care if you have to swim back. <laughs> One of you better survive, <laughs> and you better bring me that goddamn map. <laughs> yep. Some lonely Yeah, and waiting for that lonely. to come up was a huge nightmare. Like, the entire quest line for the legendary... You know, it was honestly, it was fine till that point. I, I found was, it to be incredibly grindy. It, Yeah, but in retrospect, think of how grindy the freaking cloak was compared to yeah. it. Yeah. The cloak was, I mean, the cloak, the cloak was, was really bad. The ring was grindy too, let's be honest, okay? 900 yeah, they, elemental stones. Yeah, we please. were told, oh, we're going to try and, you know, make it less grindy. No. 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 You failed miserably. <laughs> yeah, they really did. Um, especially, you know, when it took so long to get all the pieces. Right. And there was no guarantee, you know, except for the final boss from every ri every wing, especially in LFR. You know, there was no guarantee that you were going to get the items that you needed from your for your ring from them. Right. See, then that's where it comes. it comes back to the whole... They either pandered to, like, the loosely casual player who doesn't even do LFR or who barely does LFR and the hardcore, the super hardcore player who they're doing the shit on heroic and it drops off of every boss. Exactly. So you're either not getting it at all or you're getting it. In, but, like, a week. <laughs> in, like, a week. Well, I wouldn't even say, like, a week. I would well, say a month. In a, a much more respectable amount of time than, like, the average casual player would get it because it wasn't a guaranteed drop off of every boss in LFR. Yeah. And it took that much longer to catch up if you were if you were going to do it that way. It's like up until the up until the shipyard quest, I could deal with it. I could deal with it. Yeah, and the shipyard quest takes like right. 5 or 6 tries for the actual, you know, quest to show up that's going to give you the map. Right. It's like you had to wait for the quest to show up to give you the map. Yeah, okay? and you're going to get at least three to four. Up. You're going to get at least three to four false ones first. Right. You're going to at least, at, at least four. Okay. First off, it takes like two months for the quest to even show up. Then you have to do it at least three times before you'll actually succeed at it. Yep. And then you're guaranteed to lose at least one ship. Oh, yeah. In that whole process, that whole ship bank. So you're wasting all this oil and all these resources to, to get this map that has a chance of showing up in your quest thing down there at your shipyard. It was just, it was irritatingly annoying. I hated having, I hated even having to deal that deal with that. I mean, I obviously wanted my ring, so I did it and I got it and it was... I was so happy that it was over, but that was just crap. 
That I didn't like that at all. Another thing is the cop out at the end of Hellfire City. Oh, don't. Come no. on. No. Archimond. No. Really? Nope. This is where we nope. went. This is what we nope. decided to do with this. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> See, not even Seraphina nope. wants to look at this. I don't even want to think is. about it. <laughs> it was it's so bad. It's oh, like, it made me so angry. I'm like, that's it? That's it. It's like fucking Dragon Soul all over again. All over again, except you actually get to kill Archimon instead of actually not killing Deathwing. Whoop-de-flip-and-do. Just kind of walk away. Whoop-de-flip-and-do. It's like Archimon's like, Gul'dan, you have failed me. Rawr, we had a deal. Portal. With Cadgar standing right freaking there. Exactly. He could have done something. I guarantee you he could have done something to stop that. Yeah. Cadgar, you're letting me down. Now I know why people hate you. <laughs> um, now you acknowledge why. Now I acknowledge why people hate him. And along the same lines as that is Grom. They yep. made him so wishy-washy. Like, the beginning of Warlords of Draenor, he's like, we will never be slaves, but we will be conquerors. And at the end of Warlords of Draenor, he's basically best friends with Arel. Yeah. He's like, they're like down like four flat tires. I mean, they're giving each other daps and shit at the end there, and it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, happen? I can understand why he had a change of heart, I think. But at the same time, I wish that they had actually shown it. Yeah, they never actually showed it. That's the thing. And I don't even think there's a short story to go with it either. Like, if there was a short story, at least, to explain what happened, that would be really great. But there isn't one that I've seen. Because it's like, you see the cinematic. You see Grom getting captured by Gul'dan, which we all knew was coming. Let's be honest. We saw it happening, and it was fine. I, I totally got that part. And it's like, and then you saw Kilrog Deadeye drink the blood, and then he dies in Hellfire Citadel without doing anything else, which was pathetic considering, you know, come on. He's the chieftain of the Bleeding Holoclean. He was a chieftain. He deserved yeah. better than to just be sacrificed on the altar of let's put his ass in a raid. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's make exactly, him a raid boss. <laughs> let's make him a raid boss. He was a pain in the ass. Don't get me wrong. But come on. There was like, there was no purpose for it. They didn't give us any exposition on it whatsoever. He just, I mean, I, he got a vision of the future. He knew how he was going to die. He knew he had to drink the blood. Right. I get all of that. But then it's like he drinks the blood and then he's a boss and then you kill him and that's it. Yeah. Just the whole thing was disappointing. Like a lot I mean, that, of the lore in Warlords of Draenor was very disappointing. It was very disappointing because then you never actually saw any of the lead up to it. You never saw any of the fallout from it. You didn't, I mean... Grom is, you find him in Hellfire Citadel, and he's basically being held hostage right? by a demon lord. And you're like, oh, that's it? You're not, like, they're not, like, actively trying to corrupt you. They're just going to hold you here? Yep. That doesn't sound like that makes any sense. <sighs> it was a cop-out. It was a cop-out, and I was so kind of, just it's just bad writing. And also, another cop-out? Dungeons. Oh, oh, we're only going to have, you know, this many dungeons. And it's like, they released them all at once. And that's yeah. it. Look at this cool dungeon. Look at Shadowmoon Burial Grounds. This is a cool dungeon. Right? It was a cool dungeon. It's like, 
But once again, Nerzul dies at the end, and it's like, okay. That's it? Look at, that's it? This is all I get out of this? I mean, I think I've done all of the dungeons once, maybe twice ever on normal and heroic, and then I was pretty much done with them because I didn't need any more gear out of them. You know, I just didn't see the point of grinding them out more than a couple of times because there was nothing in there. Exactly. There was no point in me getting anything out of them after a certain point because it was like, I don't need the gear. It was like, and they were all, some of them were just bullshit. Let me tell you about the bridge boss in Blood, uh, Blood Maw Slagmines, who was impossible to fucking heal because you had to keep moving. Mm-hmm. They created fights that was literally impossible to, to deal with. Like, ranged DPS, like spellcasters, they couldn't hit the boss because they had to keep moving. And in Warlords, if you were a ranged spellcaster, you had to stand still to cast your spells, at least for a little bit. Like, yeah. and you couldn't do that on this boss. You just couldn't. Yeah. So like, and then, they I mean, they hit the nail on the head with Grim Rail Depot. That, that, that instance was fun. I really, really liked the train thing. I liked seeing everything moving. I liked, you know, kind of the open air feeling to it that you're going to get your ass knocked off this train if she hits you hard enough. Uh-huh. I liked that. But for the rest of them, they pretty much just, mm. yeah, get once and done. Yep, once on normal, once on heroic, and finished. <laughs> yeah, that was about it for me. I was like, nope, done, peace. Yeah, pretty much. Bye. <laughs> Even mythic ones, like I just, I just look at them and I'm like, I should do these, but I really don't want to. See, mythic was like mythic dungeons were like their half-assed attempt to getting some end game for more casual players in there, and it just. But the thing is, is you have to be a super high item level in order to even do them. Right. And it's, like, not LFR item level either. It's, like, you have to have, like, normal rated I- exactly. item level to get this stuff. So it's, like, that doesn't actually help anyone. It really doesn't. It only <laughs> helps those who are, you know, looking to go on to heroic rating. And at that this point, no, it's really it not much. <laughs> with heroic rating either. I mean... There, the, the gear coming out of there was stuff that you were going to take into Mythic rating, and most people didn't make that jump from Heroic to Mythic. Yeah. I mean, that's just no. That's just no. <laughs> it's like, And then, finally, <laughs> we talk about the garrisons again. Um, <laughs> because, <laughs> the one, good, the bad, the garrisons. The garrisons. Because the garrisons, just because, for the same reasons that the garrisons were good, the garrisons were bad. It gave you everything you needed, which meant you were completely isolated. You had no reason to go anywhere besides your garrison. And yeah, and, you know, a huge part of the Warcraft universe and the game is being social. Nobody wanted point. to fucking sit around Ashran and Stormshield and whatever the Horde one is. You know, oh, nobody... Yeah, Warspear. Thank you. Nobody wanted to sit around those because those aren't really fucking cities. And they're so disorganized. And they're just laid out so poorly. I mean, so people like just camps. Yeah. Well, that is what they were. But <laughs> at the same time, it's like nobody wanted to hang out in those. They're not pretty. The fuck is wrong with you? It's a bunch of tents. Yeah. The fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? They're not even laid out well. Like, I seriously well. get lost in them. And it's like... And you had the same vanilla look, no matter what your race was. I swear, I demand 
I demand <laughs> blood elf buildings for my garrison. Uh-huh. My blood elf, my blood elf mage would not stand for that rustic horde shit in her garrison. Oh, oh no, 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 no. You better give me some pretty silk curtains and some pretty gold standards and stuff like that. You know, red and not- gold and, you know, buff looking shirtless men standing around and flexing. I mean, <laughs> you can keep that. Oh, come on. You I don't want some blood elf males standing around and just flexing. I'd be okay with it. <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah, but just like give us. I was really hoping Vol'jin would, uh, in Legion, even though we now know he's not going to be there, um, I was hoping he would give Orgrimmar a makeover. It, it could use something of a makeover, but honestly, Orgrimmar is Orgrimmar, and we have other cities that look different, so it's right. not so much of a problem. Like, if I really wanted to, like, not be surrounded by orcs and stuff like that i could just go to silver moon or undercity mm-hmm. or wherever i felt like going oh and- i gotta say for the alliance garrisons as a night elf i'm pretty okay with how they look <sighs> no no most of the buildings See, are really open and that's okay the buildings, I, I-, I mean the the area is open it looks good but it still looks like a bunch of humans built it and if i'm playing a night elf i want my buildings to look like a night elf built them yeah, I can definitely understand that. Oh, but, but I they mean, did have the they're tree. tolerable. They did they're have tolerable. The tree. Yeah. We had a tree with a bunch of fucking druids in it. I mean, what the hell? Exactly. <laughs> if I'm a night elf, I got, I got a tree. My tree's filled with druids. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, what are they doing here? They're hanging out. Why Why is this not a plot point in this game? That is a good question. Why was that not a plot point? Especially since the Horde didn't get anything of that nature, at least not to my knowledge. No, they didn't. Although they did have a really awesome cave. Okay, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the Horde garrison some props, in that where the garden and and the yeah, mining the stuff. Yeah, that whole cave thing back there that was pretty awesome. I thought that was cool. Um, whereas the Alliance is just kind of like over there, off to the side a little bit. Yeah. Um, but still, I would like to have had the option of having, like, if I have a Draenei character, I want to have Draenei buildings. And, I mean, I like that you could have the different guards. Although I can understand maybe why they didn't, because it would be, it might get glitchy when you race change. Even if you're staying within your own faction, you know, it could be kind of buggy. Uh, willing to deal with it for a better looking garrison. <laughs> <laughs> And the special effect from the legendary ring. I know we kind of lumped the ring in with the bad, but the ugly, that bubble was ugly. Yeah, see, Compared that... to the really pretty wings you get from the cloak, right. it's a huge letdown. It's like, okay, it's like the ring was good. It was a good ring. It was a good yeah. ring. Okay. But the ring itself is fantastic, from... but the visual effect from it was boring. It was it was a multicolored bubble. I mean, it depended <laughs> on what your spec was. I mean, that was literally it. That's all there was to it. I mean, that's why I put it. It's like I'm not sure if this is good or I'm not sure if this is bad because the ring itself was good, but the the activation graphic was just kind of like, did you even try? Yeah. You didn't even try. It's like, you didn't even try. You didn't try like you did with the cloaks. The cloaks looked amazing. Yeah, they really did. I still want to wear my cloak because of the graphics. 
I still do wear my cloak because of the graphics. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> awesome. Especially the Yulon ones. I really like that one. That one's my favorite. Um, it's just kind of... Yeah. I don't know where it falls into the, the good, the bad, the ugly, the garrisons. I'm not sure in, in the which category. I think it's just kind of off on it. I think it's just the ugly. <laughs> island over there in the middle of all of the shit that is Warlords of Draenor. But all that aside... Maybe soon, trademarked. Soon, we should be seeing BlizzCon announcements. Yeah, hopefully next week because usually we see it around mid March, and then we have our first wave of tickets in April. Yep. Um, history says past three years we've seen the dates announced in March. Hype train, choo choo. Do do do. We everybody gets to buy their tickets in like the middle of April. Yep, and speculation for the dates is the usual first weekend in November. Mm-hmm. And tournaments, um, you know, for like Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, both of those are all saying BlizzCon finals later this year. That's, uh, they're, they de- they're definitely, there's definitely going to yeah. be a BlizzCon. Yeah, so we do year. know Blizzard has acknowledged with their official tournaments we are going to have a BlizzCon this year. We are just waiting on the dates at this point. Mm-hmm. And location, too, because... Well, I think it's still going to be the Anaheim Convention Center. Yeah, I don't see I it moving. <laughs> I mean, I know that they're doing ex- they're working on expansions and stuff there, but they're going to be doing it for the next two years, and they can't have the Convention Center closed for the next two years. Exactly. Not with the number of events there that bring in so freaking much money. Yeah. So, going to see that soon. Hopefully, 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 hopefully. Yes, hopefully next week we will have something about that. <laughs> you can start squeeing about BlizzCon <laughs> and making speculations <laughs> tinfoil hat theories are gonna come out from BlizzCon but anyway thank you everybody for listening this week We it's good to be back if you like what you hear and you're listening through Stitcher give us a thumbs up or if you're listening through iTunes give us a 5 star rating leave us a review we do appreciate them And if you would like to interact with us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash dollaronacademy. I am usually going to be the one who responds to you (laughs) nine times out of ten. It's probably better just to, if if you're trying to get a hold of me, just to tweet at me. (laughs) Either that or I will poke her in the tweet and be like, hey, hey, somebody wants to talk to you. Hey. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dollaronacademy or Facebook keyword search dollaronacademy. And if you'd like to interact with us on a more one-on-one level but not make it quite so public, you can email us at dollaronacademy.com. Oh, sorry. <laughs> dollaronacademy at gmail.com. I'm going to say, we have our own website now. That's cool. Why no, we don't. Me about that? <laughs> we don't have a website. <laughs> but speaking of websites, you can find us at our mothership at d20crit.com. More geek and nerdery than you can shake a USB stick at. And we know because we've tried. I tried again last week and it, it didn't end well for the poor USB stick. <laughs> so until next time, stay safe, be excellent to each other and take care of yourselves. And we will see you then. Bye. Bye. I love the 20.